Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Bridge of the Atlantic. We are your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists, and musicians. And I'm award-winning singer-songwriter and indie filmmaker Marcia Novelli, founder of the electronic rock band Midnight Soundtrack. This week, we're pleased to welcome Canadian guitarist, producer, and YouTuber Cole Rowland to the show. Over the past few years, Cole has amassed over 100,000 subscribers and 18 million views of his covers and original tracks on YouTube, and has built a strong connection with his fan base on Twitter and Facebook. Through his YouTube channel, Cole has collaborated with numerous other musicians and has been offered endorsements and production gear from EMG Pickups, Dunlop, Fractal, Audio, and more. We're excited to hear more about Cole's experience on YouTube and the advice he'd offer to fellow musicians. Hey, Cole, how's it going? Hey, guys, what's going on? Hey. We are excited to hear three things about yourself that everyone should know. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll skip over, like, everyone knows I play guitar, obviously. Uh, a lot of people don't know that I produce all the backing tracks for my songs. So I, I take like, if I'm going to do a cover, I'll just like take that song and I'll just basically gut it and do everything from scratch and create everything from the ground up. And a lot of people don't know I do that. And they'll be asking me like, where'd you get your backing tracks? And I would be like, Hey, like I made that. So that's why they, they take so much longer than people think just to make like a guitar cover or like a, like, you know, um, another thing people don't know about me is that I work at a chemical production plant during the day all the time, and that might surprise a lot of people because most people think that I do YouTube full-time, but it's kind of just back and forth between those two things, and it's what I went to college for. Um, another thing would be, uh, hmm, I, uh, hmm. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I, uh, well, I wanted to comment on uh, actually when when I I heard your Paramore cover, which oh, yeah. was just fantastic. Um, and uh, I did point out to Ross that the production value is great. All the music sounded good. It wasn't just a guitar Definitely. and vocal cover. Yeah, and that's uh, kudos to you. For, I really, uh, man, I that. really do appreciate that because like a lot of people don't know it, and I I've actually even made like a post about it, like every just like here and there because people just constantly ask me, and then they'll be like, whoa, like. You made that whole thing, and I'm like, yeah, man, made that whole thing. Because you have to. It wouldn't sound right without it, right? I think that's, like, the... Honestly, that's, like, the most fun part about it, because, like, when I started off doing stuff, it was... I would just do guitar over top of, like, the MP3 that I would just, like, buy off iTunes or download illegally or whatever, but um, <laughs> I would just shred a guitar over that, I guess, but now I, I find it so much more fun to be able to, to do all the mixing and do all like the production and stuff on it and make like the whole track because then it's like so much more like my original production than just like taking something from somebody else and, and throwing something over top of it. So, Absolutely. I don't know. Yeah, Absolutely. I have so much more fun doing was that, that. How many was that? Was that one, two? We've got two. We need one more. We need one more. What's one, one, more. one more thing about you that everyone should know. Um, I was... 
going to be in a band last year and we spent a ton of money and uh, like so much time and stuff trying to get this thing to work. And it's just like, I guess the way of the industry sometimes, like you, you think that you got everything all good to go and everything's all set up and it just kind of like fell apart. But the good thing that I got from it was I got to see like so many talented people like work at what they do. Like I got to shadow like producers and watch how they do their job. And I got to meet like some awesome people, like um, hang out with a couple bands that like, I'm not sure if a lot of people know them, but um, we'll name I'm, them. I'm good friends with uh, the guys in crown the empire. Now, if you guys have heard of them, yeah, of course, uh, the guys in issues are awesome. Mm-hmm. Like th- that kind of scene. And nice. I, I got to, hang out with those bands. I've played live with both of them too. Like I made some awesome connections. Um, even just like doing that whole like pre band thing for a year. And I even like some of the guys that have been on my YouTube videos, like, uh, Zachary David's one, uh, he was the vocalist for my band and Chris champagne was, uh, the other guitar player. So I've gotten to work with them and, uh, Tyler Brown was our drummer and I've met like awesome people through him as well. So like, it was actually a great experience getting to do that, even though the band didn't end up like coming together, but all those guys are doing well now too, so I'm just, I'm happy for them. I can relate to those experiences. Oh <laughs> man, I, I, I taking it away from your other thing, putting it all into there, and then all it takes is, you know, it just for whatever reason, not to get into details, it just doesn't work. You're like, ah, oh, I yeah, could have put all that time and energy into something else, but you gotta take something away from it, right? You learn yeah, a lesson yeah. from it. Hindsight's a wonderful thing, man. Of course. Like it, but I don't know. It's it's good though. Like if if you're able to like kind of like pull all like the positive things out of it and mm-hmm. just be like, okay, well, if I didn't do this and I didn't do this, like I wouldn't have learned how to do this. And like, I don't know, it's, it's good to just kind of like look back on it and be like, I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm glad I did it, even though it didn't work out, but still learned a lot from it. So you've, you've built a pretty huge following on YouTube. Um, can you tell us maybe a little bit how you got started on YouTube and what advice you would give to other musicians who would like to do the same? Um, it's, it's actually funny cause I was buying a guitar online last night and the guy that I was buying it from, he's like a, a senior in high school and I was just messaging him back and forth. And then he's like, Whoa, you're, you're that guy from YouTube. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man, I just like ca- casually buying a guitar from him. And he's like, do you mind if I like, I call you? And we just like, cause he, he kind of wanted to like get into the same like field as me of, of doing this stuff. Um, and I was like, yeah, sure. Cause I wanted to talk about the guitar anyways. And, uh, I had like this exact conversation with him pretty much. And what I was saying is like, aside from like putting, uh, putting the work in and like being unique and like doing something that, um, people have to like go to you to see, like, it's like, cause think of like how much is uploaded onto like, YouTube, SoundCloud and stuff like every single day, every second. You, yeah, man, every, it's like the stats are insane for that. Mm. And like, if you can do something that people have to like uniquely go to you to see, then that's already going to make you stand out. And then on top of that, I was saying like, don't be afraid to, to reach out to people that are like similar to what you're doing, people that inspire you and like tell them that because like if, if somebody inspired, like if somebody was like inspired by what I do and they've like reached out to me and stuff, I, I think that's awesome. Like, I, I don't know. I always, I always reply to those kind of messages and I'm just like, wow, like, thank you so much. And like the person will like send me a video of them, like doing something similar. I'll like always check it out. Cause I'm just generally interested in it. Right. So what happened with me is a, a guy named Eric Calderon. He goes by uh three, three, one E rock on YouTube. If you guys have heard of him, he does like the, I always introduce him as like the meets metal guy. Like he does like everything and puts it into like a metal version anything from like Harry Potter to like, <laughs> I don't know any video games or like viral videos or whatever, but 
he was a guy that when I started doing YouTube, like I really looked up to him and we were doing kind of like a really similar thing. And I reached out to him after I, I'd gotten like 10, 15 videos up. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to shoot this guy a message and see what he has to say. And like, maybe we, like we can start talking some more. So me and him started talking and from then on, like he started, this was like back in the day on YouTube, like old YouTube, when somebody would like or comment on one of your videos and it would just like draw so much traffic to you. Cause it would like, it would show up on their feed. Right. Do you remember like the old, like YouTube feed? I think so. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, you yeah. go to like the, on the person's channel and they'd have like the tabs and then the, the one was the feed tab and he was already like really well established. So he started liking my videos or like throwing just a comment here and there. And it would just like drive so much traffic to my channel. I was like, holy shit, like this is awesome. (laughs) So that encouraged me to keep going. And then uh, I ended up doing like an original song back in, it's like the end of 2012. So like my second year of college. And I ended up just shooting him a message just out of the blue, just being like, I don't know, it was like shot in the dark kind of. I was like, you know what? Hey man, do you want to be on a song? And he messaged me back right away. And he's like, yeah, I, I definitely do. So we ended up just doing this collaboration together. And then from there on, he started to kind of introduce me because like since we've worked together at this point, he started to introduce me to uh, like the companies I work with now. So EMG and then EMG loved it. And then the guy from EMG just like opened like so many doors for me. So it comes down to like, don't be afraid to to talk to people and be nice to everybody. And yeah. I don't know. And, and then it opens doors for you, man, because like you, you never want to like burn your bridges, you know? Because <laughs> you never know who oh, like yeah. you never know who you're gonna like piss off and it could be, it could be <laughs> yeah. seriously the wrong yeah, person. We know that totally. <laughs> the music industry is so much smaller than I think anyone realizes. Like everyone like, is connected. It's, it's so like every day I find that someone I know knows someone else I know who knows someone else I know who knows someone else I know, and then it's just like <laughs> this crazy kind of like little weird kind of a tangled web, I guess. And yeah, you're right. You don't want to piss someone off. Um, and I think what you said as well about just asking a question, you know, maybe not even exactly, not even expecting a response or not expecting something big to come of it. You just never know. If you don't ask, you don't get. And I've become more confident myself in asking for stuff that I would never have asked for maybe a year or two ago. You know, there's no harm in asking. Man, that is like like so true, man. Cause like you're never going to get any answers if you don't ask the questions. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's super true. And like what you said about the music industry being smaller than people think that is like so accurate. <laughs> it's crazy, man. And I didn't even, I, that's another thing I learned from uh, like doing the whole thing with like my, my old band and stuff last year is so many, like everybody knows everybody. Like it was actually crazy to see that. And then just like, I don't know, you meet one person, they introduce you to this person that you knew before and this person and like they they all know each other and you're like, whoa, like you're all just, in the middle of it now but it's, it's really cool I, I loved it yeah you know it's actually interesting we have you we have you on the show because uh i think a few months ago um i actually told ross it would be a really cool idea for me to collaborate with different artists that we've had on the show and do a similar thing where you know i record something then ask someone else it was more of a kind of a postal service type thing you know yeah. have another artist add in a few other and, and the whole idea is that you just mostly with covers right and you end up reaching a whole other uh, audience because you're sharing an audience you know, and you're and you're just sharing each other, um, and they're in your fan bases, right? So, I guess the question I have for you is like, how has that helped you and the artists that you've collaborated with, um, in terms of building an audience? Oh man, that's like the best decision I ever made. Um, was starting to to collaborate with other people is because I don't know. It's 
I felt like uh, at a point just doing just guitar instrumentals and stuff like it was entertaining for most people for like a while. And then my channel started to kind of just like level off. And I was like, you know, what? Like, I, I need something um, fresh and interesting. And like, what's better than bringing in new people that have like already established kind of fan bases and stuff and bring them onto my channel. And then people kind of get the best of both worlds and people that don't know either of us, like might come across our video from somebody else sharing it. Like the internet's amazing. It's, it's so crazy. Cause like things can happen just like that. And I don't know. So it was cool Absolutely. because, but like you said, it's about standing out, right? Seriously. Yeah. So and a bit of luck there too. Like you said, when, when oh, you were yeah. getting, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was like, I don't even know. Nobody really like suggested that I started doing it, but I just kind of decided one day I was like, you know what would be sweet? Like I haven't collaborated with vocalists ever. And I've already been doing this for at that point, like two and a half, three years. And I uh, started just like reaching out to some vocalists that were already like established online. Um, Brian Storms one. I did the, I did my first vocal collaboration with him and I put it out and the immediate like reaction that people had was it was like seriously like a 50 50 split like i don't want vocals on this or like oh my god i love this like i want to see more and that was like sketching me out a little bit because i was like um i don't know if like we should keep doing this because of all like the like the hate comments and stuff but it ended up like turning out really well and i was i was proud of it too so no i think i, I think know. i strongly think that you made the right decision because it just brings in a whole other audience. Uh, instead of just people that are that are, I, I think I think without the vocals, you're you're bringing in mostly musicians. I would say, you know, people that would appreciate what you're playing, but mostly musicians. Where bringing a vocalist and you're bringing just a whole other crowd in. Exactly. You know, that I aren't totally musicians that. that just want to hear music, right? Mm, man, um, I totally agree with that. I want to ask you about your Patreon page that you recently launched because we actually recently launched one ourselves. Okay. And uh, it's, it's a little difficult to really, it's, it's always difficult to convince people to give you money. <laughs> it's as simple <laughs> as that, right? So we'd, we'd love to hear uh, what's worked for you, what hasn't worked for you. And if you have any tips uh, for artists and podcasters like ourselves uh, who want to give it a try. Um, so I kind of, I got into doing that because... Eric, like the guy I mentioned him previously in this, uh, he got onto it and he was just like killing it on it. And I was like, Oh, this is really sweet. Like it's actually a cool way for somebody to really end up like making a living off of that kind of stuff. If they have like people to, mm-hmm. that, that are like looking forward to that stuff all the time and they are like pledging money because they love your content and stuff. They, and those are going to be like your like hardcore fans, right? Like those are going to be the people that like want to get on Skype calls with you. Like they want to know more about your life. Like they want to, I don't know, people, people that are like just, above and beyond like really support you so like they do really deserve to have like something special and that's like different than like the kind of the general population of people that watch your stuff i agree wholeheartedly yeah so i thought i don't know i was trying to think of like ideas of like stuff that people ha- have like always been asking me for because like i don't know like people you- you'll always get requests like i'm sure you guys get requests all the time like have this person on your show or like you they want to see this from you guys or something and like man if you cater to people's requests like they actually like freak out when you do it because they're like whoa this they listen to me yeah i'm like, saying songwriter myself so even just doing uh yeah. even just doing a cover that someone's asked me to do it's like you know it's you're not just behind us you're not just behind a veil anymore you're you're just a person and they're suggesting something you're doing it and they love you for it you yeah know, it's, it's exactly totally, totally relate man yeah um yeah so like like i said like you um actually cater to people's requests and they love it they're like whoa they, they actually listen to me and i don't know like they'll they'll like, st- like keep interacting with you right like it's kind of like a two-way street 
And people are always like, since the beginning of time, like asking me for guitar tabs on a daily basis. Um, so I figured like that was going to be like my most popular kind of reward. Oh, and I, yeah, so like, I collaborated with the guys um, at Patreon, like me and um, his name, his name's also Cole. I call him Cole too. And uh, we just like <laughs> talked back and forth uh, for a while before I even launched and uh, to just to get like everything in place. And I had like a, a big list of stuff and we kind of just like went down the checklist and we're like, okay, don't do this. Like this is going to be really hard. Like, like things that you have to mail stuff to people. That is like insane, man. Cause like, think of like if, if your page keeps growing and growing and you have like 90 patrons, you have to mail stuff to every month. You're going to get like this insane bill in the mail for mailing shit. Even just time. And, right? <laughs> and, and time. And, you have to hire, and then you have to hire someone to do it. And there's yeah. no money in. I, I only had 20 people to do it too, and I had to do it twice a month, and it was like, it's insane. <laughs> well, you know, I wanted to ask you, a lot of YouTubers make money off of YouTube because their content's completely original, and they're able to monetize that. Now, it gets a little confu- uh, gets a little convoluted when you're doing uh, covers because doesn't YouTube automatically send that revenue to the original, like the artist who originally re- wrote the song? Although it should kind of be split because if you really get down to the, the nuts and bolts about it, I mean, there should be a, what is it? A, a, I think it's a, a, a performance royalty. And Ross, help me out. What's the other one? It's a, yeah, so so the performer, we get the performance royalty and yeah. the writer, we get the mechanical yeah, mechanical, royalty. right. Yeah. But YouTube doesn't seem to do that. They seem to just say, oh, this is a cover. We're going to send all the money to the artist, which I don't think is quite fair. So, you know, how do you go about actually generating an <laughs> income stream from YouTube if you do? Um, and is that why, and if you don't, is that why you kind of got on the Patreon, uh, right wagon? Man, it's like, welcome to my life right here. Like it's, um, it's so weird because if I knew like the loopholes around that, like years ago, it, it would be like a totally different story. But I ended up partnering with uh, a company called fullscreen.net. If you guys have heard of them and they basically are like, um, a network that will they, they started doing this recently like a year ago and they will actually go and get the rights for these cover songs like the ones that i did like from scratch so like the like i don't use the mp3 or any original samples from the actual song in it and they will go and get the rights for it for me and then we'll do an 80 20 split so i get 80 percent of the profit they get 20 and then i don't get a copyright claim where i get zero percent right oh that's so, so good to hear yeah, That's man. So like, too, actually, mm-hmm. it's it's really worth like looking into, man. Um, Help me out a lot. And How does that work? Do you have to get to a certain point where where they they will work with you, or can anyone kind of contact fullscreen.net? Um, I would. I don't know, cause like, I think that there's like a certain point um, where they, cause I had to apply for it, so I think that there is like right. a certain point um, where they have like a cutoff, like you get X amount of views a month or something, or of course, or subscribers, or mm-hmm. yeah, but. I think uh, anyone could write, like, man, I would try reaching out to them. Like, you should. Like, they, sure. make, they make profit no matter what, so. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's worth doing, and, man, it, it, like, changed everything for me for sure. And then on top of that, like, I can sell these covers on iTunes, which is, that's, like, my biggest one. And then uh, I can use it to advertise, like, guitar lessons, too, which was huge. And I love doing those. Like, that's a blast. And, other, and selling guitar taps, too. So, like, all those... Uh, things put together on top of Patreon was actually, it, it was good. Like I could live off of that for sure. Yet you still have a day job. Yeah, I still have a day job. <laughs> Is that just because you have a passion for it? Um, yeah. Well, good well, for you, man. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. You're I'm, like, kind of, I, I just busy. like extra money. <laughs> <laughs> if I was to ever like take the plunge and like make a move like down to the States or something, it'd be nice to just have a little like safety net, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. But, yeah, that's like the main thing, but. 
hopefully uh, my employer doesn't watch this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Ross, you would agree with me, I think, that a lot of artists tend to hesitate, um, have hesitation on supporting other artists, and let alone even collaborating or anything with other artists which is insane you know they think there's this battle in competition rather than we're all in this together which so clearly, silly, man. yeah and cole you <laughs> know that we're all in this together you obviously can tell that just by what you do on youtube um what would you say to artists who feel that way don't like don't don't or as ross would say like don't be a douche yeah, don't, <laughs> don't be a, be a douche, douche. <laughs> don't be a douche. that's it so it's so true man like seriously like i mean i feel like some like everyone to a degree especially when you're like competing with other people like that there's gotta be like like you're like happy for somebody but there's like a little slice of jealousy there that you're right. like when somebody does well and you're just like oh wish that was me yeah, kind yeah. of thing well that's human but like it, it goes so much farther to like give that person a compliment or something than to do nothing about it and just kind of just like sulk and be like oh man like i wish that was me like i wish like i got lucky like that and stuff like no it's like the, the they put in the work like you put in the work and you meet some awesome people and you're nice to everybody and stuff like it does pay off it absolutely does and also just sharing other people's art um you know i started doing that recently and not for any ulterior motive not to have anyone share anything back of mine but i just wanted to for my for my following actually i just wanted to to share what I'm into and it actually indirectly gets them to know me a little bit more by knowing what I'm into or what, what kind of music and art I appreciate. Yeah. I mean, if anyone reciprocates that awesome, that's a bonus, but that can't be your intention either. Um, even like for yourself, bringing people into your videos, it can't be like you, you're never, you're never guaranteed they're ever going to share it with their following. You know what I mean? And really push it. But I think that if they do, it's a huge bonus, right? Because then there's a whole new slew of people checking out your videos. Yeah, that's the thing too, is like, I've been so fortunate with like everybody I've collaborated with has been just like awesome to work with, like super good communication, like absolutely no issues. All the AR teams I deal with for like the sponsors and stuff, like the best dudes, like they're, they're so easy to get in contact with, which is like something I've had issues with like management and stuff in the past. Right. And man, like everybody I work with now, like I love all of them. Like they're, they're so good to work with. So you said you do an 80, 20 split 80 going to you. Now, when you work with other artists, is there a split going to them as well? Or is that something you just, it's an understanding that you take that 80% and that's yours. Um, that's like for the network pay. So it depends on like who I'm collaborating with because sometimes they just want the exposure. Um, other times I like also too, like if I have to pay for their vocal tracking and I pay for their vocal production, um, then it's like all the profit's going to go to me. Like oh, that's kind of that's yeah. that's just the way that I run it. Because sometimes I'll have to like throw down a few hundred dollars to get somebody on a track because they don't have means of tracking themselves or they don't have means of like producing their own vocals. So like I'll I'll gladly throw down like the, the fees for that and in order to get them because I'm like hey like it's it's so much more worth it like it pays for itself and then they're happy with that because then they get on the track it's paid for and they get the exposure. Absolutely. So I, th I think that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, th there's different ways of being paid. So. Ross and I have talked about that quite often. Yeah, um, as, I think as long as everyone understands in advance and everyone agrees on it, anything, yeah. anything goes as long as it's all, as long as everyone's happy, I think anything goes. So basically, every, it's per project basis, is what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's, it's different for everybody I work with, but like every, right. like up to this point, man, no issues with anybody. It's been so lucky. Like sometimes that's you'll awesome. like be working with somebody on a project and they just like aren't pulling their weight and you're just like, 
all right, like, what am I going to do? Because I don't want to, like, piss them off, but I need to get this done kind of thing, and I don't really ever have to deal with that, so I'm lucky. Nice. Cool. Are you ready for 20 questions? Hell yeah. Let's do this. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Actually, no, tea. Tea. I changed that. Okay. (laughs) Meat or veggies? Meat, absolutely. Twitter or Facebook? Twitter. Horror or comedy? Horror. I'm always, like, on the search for, like, actually good horror movies, and I constantly punish myself with with terrible horror movies. Like, good ones, not crappy ones. I got you. I'm with you. So rare. So rare. Oh, yeah. Yoga or yogurt? Yogurt? Yogurt. Hello, we're asking you. (laughs) 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 Lincoln Park or 30 Seconds to Mars? Oh, that's so tough, man. Two Uh, great bands. Lincoln I saw Park. them. Did you see them when they went on tour together? Man, my girlfriend got me tickets for my birthday, and Chester broke his leg, and we couldn't go. Oh no! Yeah, I, I, saw, I saw them both uh, play together in Toronto earlier this year. I think it was. I don't know. Don't, t- don't tell me that, man. Remember. That's, that's <laughs> it was terrible. It wasn't good at all. It wasn't one of the best shows I've ever seen. Oh, that's <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Friends or Seinfeld? Uh, Seinfeld. Because apparently we're stuck in the nineties. Yeah, yeah we are. <laughs> yeah, love it. Fallout Boy or Panic at the Disco? Man, you guys are giving me such hard ones here. <laughs> <laughs> um, panic. I pick Panic for sure. Batman or Spider Man? Spider Man. Oh, I'd pick Batman. <laughs> Actually, that's that's a tough one. I would still yeah, pick Batman. Though. This is like, man, people are gonna hate me for this. Like, you're giving me such tough questions. I'm like biased. Uh, <laughs> right. So, House of Cards or Orange Is New Black? I've never actually seen House of Cards, and I've been like meaning to for so long. Uh, I, I probably have to say Orange Is New Black. Breaking Bad or Homeland? Uh, Breaking Bad. Love that show. Those are my favorite shows ever. Yeah, agreed too. PlayStation or Xbox? Uh, Xbox. Xbox guy. <laughs> Me too. Even though PlayStation actually is better technology. But yeah, just, man. That PlayStation 4 actually apparently kicks the shit out of the Xbox. I know. Though. But it's, it's Halo that keeps me on. It's yeah. Halo, man. Halo, Halo is tight. <laughs> yeah. Purple Haze or Captain Chugs? <laughs> these are two of his guitars for people who yeah. don't know oh yes. man you guys did your research I love this um, Ross did but I'll Purple Haze <laughs> Purple Haze this is the nicest Purple guitar Haze. I've ever owned courtesy of ESP nice best company ever I love Sweet. them vampires or zombies uh zombies man Walking Dead we just had uh, one of the actors from Walking Dead on the show Jordan what, Woods who? Robinson yeah uh, Jordan Woods Robinson he's one of the yeah, supporting yeah he plays Eric that's man what no way yeah, yeah, yeah he's a great yeah. guy Good that's awesome. so cool Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? <laughs> Man, do you guys remember Michael Bolton, Bolton in that Lonely Island video? <laughs> Everyone references that. I've actually never seen it, and which is weird because I am such a big fan of Michael Bolton. <laughs> He's not joking. That's the funny part. Dude. We both were raised with our moms loving Michael Bolton. So. Dude, he's, he's, Cap- he's Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Dude, Ross, you got to watch it right after this. Ed- educate yourself, my I'm friend. Gonna, I'm going to. Who would you pick? Who would you pick? Um, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, for sure. Celine Dion or Marilyn Manson? What? Uh, <laughs> uh, Marilyn, Marilyn Manson. Good choice. Ricky Gervais or Ricky Martin? Ricky Gervais. <laughs> <laughs> Quail or kale? Never kale. Kale's the oh, worst. Oh, you're breaking my heart, man. I'm so sorry, man. My old roommate day. bought these kale chips, and they were like yeah. the most disgusting. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were just a bad brand. Yeah. Kale just whale, for, whale for sure, but not at SeaWorld. 
Good for you. Good for you. Bet Midler or the Riddler? Wait, what was it? The Riddler or what? Or Bet Midler? I don't know who Bet Midler is, but the Riddler's cool. Bet so. Midler. You don't. No, educate yourself, my son. <laughs> Get on there and find out who Bette Midler is. And the final question, just to make our guest feel extra awkward near the end of the interview, is... Ross or Marcio? Ross, duh. Oh, <laughs> wow, wow. That is the most non-hesitation I've ever seen. I, wow, I, I love like, the, thoroughly, no, my, my thoroughly favorite insulted. Part, my favorite part was the duh. <laughs> Wow! Wow! I I knew I had to I had to do it without any hesitation just to like throw you both a curveball. But I I love both you guys. Well, I'm just gonna sit out for the rest of the interview, Ross. You can finish things up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding, man. Yeah, we we gotta hang in Toronto. I'm just kidding. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, what sort of uh, what's on your iPod lately, or iPod, iPhone, or whatever you use equivalent? smartphone crap <laughs> what do you listen to available other places are available upon requests it's still part of, is, <laughs> yeah, yes this is still part of the show <laughs> no i was gonna say part of the lightning round but no 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 man um if somebody ever got a hold of my ipod they would probably be like so puzzled well what's the top three artists you've been listening to over the last like month or so um since i've been working on an ep uh, over the past three months and it's like i'm trying to do like electronic music kind of like like current electronic music with like my style of guitar playing which is like super like rock and roll like 80s like shreddy kind of stuff and put that over top of it um kind of similar like to have you guys heard of Lindsay sterling before yes no yes i actually emailed her to see if she'd come on the show but she's too busy (laughs) oh she got she got back to you Uh, her assistant got back to me yeah Oh, okay. Oh man, she's awesome. I love uh, the track that she did with Lizzie Hale. That's because I love Lizzie Hale. Lizzie Hale is fucking awesome, and I she's got such a good voice, man. Uh, one of the best female voices in rock, dude. Sure. Shatter that, yeah. That song Shatter Me. Um, the the video is so cool. The image for the whole thing is like that. The image for that entire thing was so sick, man. Like in the clock tower, um, and like uh, Lindsey Sterling, and like the the ball is like the in the snow globe type thing is like yeah. the uh, little ballerina thing. That it was so sick. I loved it. And they work with like the coolest crew, like all the time for all those videos. So um, I was listening to like that whole album, the whole Shatter Me album. And I was like, this is sweet. Like she did, she did like dubstep um, mixed with like classical violin. And I'm kind of going for more like um, a mix between like, like house dubstep and like my style of guitar playing. Um, So that's what I've been working on. So I've been listening to artists. Like uh, I started off listening to like Cruella's album. If you guys have heard of them. And then uh, I started getting more into like Zed um, Adventure Club. They're from Montreal, actually, and they kill it. Like they're so awesome. And then I came across this artist called Cash Cash, and I think it's like three guys, and they've done some like insane remixes with uh, this other group called Tritonal. So those are like the electronic artists I've been into. Um, but aside from that, uh, I, I listen to pop music all the time, man. <laughs> I just I love good melodies. So me too, man. It's gotta get. I, I can listen to just about everything. Yeah, um, if it has good melody. Yeah, that, like I mean, I'm exactly the same way. And my yeah. I, my roommates listen. Like one of them just loves death metal. Like he just loves it. And he's always like making fun of me, and I'm just like, well, man, like I don't know. I just I love everything with like a good melody. It's something that like, gets stuck in your head. But there's also those like horrible songs that get stuck in your head that have like this just Agreed. like infectious melody, yeah. and you just can't get it out. But suicidal melody. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start saying that. that is there you so- go. I just made that up. So. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark Marcin Uh So everyone can check you out at uh, Cole Roland uh, on, on Twitter, which is Cole Roland. That's two L's. And your YouTube slash Facebook, both of them are slash CR uh, Canada. 
Yeah, that's, that's, what, I, that's what I started easy. off like, calling it. Yeah, and then I, I wanted to change them to Cole Roland, but I thought it would confuse people. Uh, yeah, especially once you build up such a following, yeah. Yeah, that'd be weird. Awesome. And I'm currently writing for my next solo album, and I've just released my side project, Midnight Soundtrack's debut album, Foreplay. Speaking about electronic music, uh, that's my electronic side project. Uh, you okay. can hear my music on marcinavella.com. Uh, make sure to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, everywhere. And uh, they're all slash Marcianavelli. I'm working on websites for various artists at the moment. You can check out my work and my blogs at electrickiwi.co.uk. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram as Electric Kiwi and on Facebook, Electric Kiwi Design. This episode was brought to you by our good friend Chris Keaton Presents. Find out more about what Chris does and how he can help you at chriskeaton.com. And if you'd like to sponsor the show, visit bridge-the-atlantic.com slash sponsors. Cole, this has been awesome, man. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Man, I'd love to do it again. This is a blast. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome, and we'll see you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 